And I think you're a great example of that as a teacher. Um, I saw leadership skills in you, and I may not have not even known where you would be in your um, adult life, but in seeing that, you know, definitely made a decision to pour into you, um, you know, just confidence and, and empowerment so that you could fulfill your potential, even me not knowing where that would go. And so it, I think it kind of is a, a cycle because you now pour into me, and you also provide something in me to help me realize that, oh, my potential and my gifts and skills really supported you, and so now I see you thriving, and you're doing the same for others. And so it really is, you know, that's some of the aspects, I believe, in, in really um, why you choose to, to um, invest into others. Create your life. 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 On skip your liver. You better create your life. <laughs> create your life. Create la vie. Create your life. Create your life. Beautiful people, we are back. This is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. It's an amazing Sunday. Definitely happy to be here. But, you know, before we bring on uh, some of our guests, I want to tell you what today's show is about. And I also want you to catch up uh, with me. Uh, Some of the things that have been happening over the last week is that our podcast is now on Spotify. So that is a huge accomplishment uh, for us. You know, Spotify is kind of hand selecting uh, which podcasts are are great enough to be on their platform and we're one of the few and so just definitely happy and excited about that and looking forward to growing and building with that brand uh along with ours you know create your life um another thing is just the expansion you know our our reach is growing and you know the downloads every month are growing so i want you create your life series family to know that without you we wouldn't be able to grow and last but not least uh def we are approaching um, the triple digits for the Create Your Life series. Today is episode 94 that we are recording, and it will definitely make it on to uh, to the podcast as such. But we are moving, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it'll be two years in March. And so, you know, just want to say thank you to everyone who has been with us and who has been striving for greatness as we have moved and done uh, amazing things and are serving you great content that is helping you to create your life at its best. And with that being said, I want to talk a little bit about what today's show is. And today's show is about um, making yourself an invaluable asset or an asset worth investing in. And so we're going to have people from the audience, from the Create Your Life family, call in and really just talk about, you know, what are some of the reasons why they invest in people? What are some of the reasons why, you know, they invest in, in some people versus others? What are some of the reasons that they feel like people invest in them, you know, so that we can get. Uh, great about this and have a real transparent conversation so that we can all walk away from here, um, you know, feeling better and doing better. And also another thing that I want to say is what what even sparked this idea for uh, today's show is, is that, 
you know, we're approaching episode 100. We're almost to uh, two years in the game. Now, you know, we've we've had conversations with other radio stations that want to syndicate the show and stuff like that. And I always have to take it back and say, you know what? I'm thankful for those 60 people who donated the money for us to get the show started. So if you weren't with us in the beginning um, and you came on to the Create Your Life series family later, I just want you to know that it was actually uh, 60 people who we were trying to raise $2,000 to get the show started. And 60 people came together, some people who I hadn't spoken to since elementary school. We're dropping, you know, $100 here, $50 there, $20 there, $10 here in order to help us get the show started. And so it's just that humility and staying true to the mission, which is why I think that this is such an important uh, topic to cover, because, you know, along your journey in life, you have to decide what you're going to be known for. And people are going to respect you and 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 act accordingly. Right. I was uh, interviewing someone named Bari A. Williams, who's a dynamic, phenomenal lawyer from the Bay Area had the opportunity to interview her over Skype. And one of the things that she said is expect, she said her grandma always tells her this, expect what you accept. And I just thought that that was so powerful. I mean, it's still in my head four or five days later. And that's all I'm thinking about is that, you know, we set the expectation uh, for ourselves, for how we, you know, other people would treat us. But we also set the expectation of what it is that we allow you know, we, we have to create our own standards. And I just think that that is so, so critical and so cool. You know, there comes times and things where I say, hey, you know what? Kevin Brown doesn't operate like that. You know, to create your life series, uh, you know, th- we only do things in a certain manner and things have to look a certain way. And so creating that standard and, you know, accepting only excellence as the bare minimum, that is exactly how you should operate. And so with that being said, Our topic for today is definitely making yourself an asset worth investing. So let's get some of these people who are in the Create Your Life community to hop on board and to talk to us and talk with us um, about uh, who, 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 who invests in them, why they invest in others. So the first person that we have on the line is none other than Miss Nicole Anderson. Uh, Nicole, are you there with us? I am. Okay, Nicole, where are you calling in from? I am calling in from Vallejo, California. Okay, hometown, uh, hometown hero. Um, yeah. So, Nicole, can you tell us uh, what it is that you do for a living? And, yeah. Yeah, so I am a career educator. Um, as you know, I started my career as a teacher in Vallejo at Jesse Bethel High School and really advanced through to becoming a school administrator, finishing as an elementary principal, and currently work as a diversity and equal access executive for the Association of California School Administrators, mm-hmm. um, also known as AXA. It's a nonprofit that supports school administrators around the state of California mm-hmm. and really building their capacity to um, better serve our diverse group of kids in California schools. Okay. Now, that being said, it would seem like you, you know, being a teacher, you invest in a lot of people, um, you know, from kids into colleagues and things like that, because it's almost as if you're training for leadership. That is, you know, a calling of yours. Um, But that being said, I'm sure that there are some who possibly are get more attention or more sharpening than others. Can you tell us some of those reasons why or, you know, what leads you to, uh, you know, kind of take out your special projects and people and, and want uh, and desires to make certain people perhaps uh, better than others, or you see that their capacity can be such? Well, I think the example always is 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 left by those who invested in me. And so often, you know, as kids, we don't know our unrealized potential. 
Um, we often don't know what our calling is. We don't know what we uh, will eventually be um, when we grow up. Um, and so often, you know, we aspire to do things based on what we see in others. You know, we say we want to be um, an accountant like I did because that's what I saw my mother be. Um, but the reality is that after, you know, going through the college experience and then going into the professional field, um, I believe there is a calling on my life from God to become an educator. Um, and so sometimes that unrealized potential, you don't know that until others see it in you and, of course, um, pour into you and invest in your time their time into you and and really um, mentoring um, in many ways. And so I think that example was set for me. Mm-hmm. And so what I learned in becoming a teacher and eventually an administrator and just that educational field is um, being able to really look at those and see the potential. And, and sometimes they don't see it mm-hmm. in themselves. And so I think there's just this, um, for me, you know, just as a person, I'm a servant by nature. Mm-hmm. Um and so I find that um, I have the ability to support others in many ways. And so I think there's just that intrinsic part of me. But also I just see that, you know, you kind of pick people based on some commonalities. Um, I think common aspirations and just these these uh, characteristics and people where you see leadership. I think you, you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And I think you're a great example of that as a teacher um, I saw leadership skills in you, and I may not have not even known where you would be in your um, adult life, but in seeing that, you know, definitely made a decision to pour into you, um, you know, just confidence and, and empowerment so that you could fulfill your potential, even me not knowing where that would go. And so it, I think it kind of is a, a cycle because you now pour into me, and you also provide something in me to help me realize that, oh, my potential and my gifts and skills really supported you. And so now I see you thriving and you're doing the same for others. And so it really is, you know, that's some of the aspects I believe in, in really um, why you choose to to um, invest into others. Okay. So give us uh, maybe uh, four or five qualities um, that you look for when you decide to invest in someone uh, versus someone else. You know, I think one is, as I mentioned, just having this kind of um, aspirations, right? So, Knowing that people have um, a desire to be better, a desire to attain more, a desire to be in a place that they are now, I think that is definitely a quality um, as opposed to someone who may not have that same type of um, quality and you just, you don't necessarily see the, the work ethic there. And so, you know, just naturally when you see folks who are trying to strive for more, um and may not have the resources. So I think that's the other, you know, another characteristic, maybe lacking resources, maybe lacking access. And, and for me, the context has usually been in education. So in watching students, I think that in itself is as a characteristic of, of a student is someone who is learning and growing. And um, through our educational system, often you don't see access um, to um, resources that will help students be successful. Um, I look at also just, um, which is interesting, me as a person, I think I thrive off of others having a need and seeing and trusting that I can help them. Um, And so, you know, many cases, you know, relationships have been built with students who have really um, gravitated to me based on what I have been able to provide for them. And so I think for me, just even the willingness to accept help. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is a characteristic, um, and I think that's a huge one for even us as adults is, you know, being willing to be vulnerable to say that I need help and being okay with that and being being willing to accept a blessing um, when you may not even see it. And so um, I think those are some real characteristics. 
um, okay. that, um, you know, really speak to why you would take additional time and, and give, you know, give who you are to be able to empower and mentor and really invest in others. Okay. And I know a couple of times you spoke about students. What about your peers? Some, some of your mm-hmm. peers, they get, um, they, they get more, may get more attention or more yeah. uh, support than others. What are some of the things yeah. that you look for in them or do they even differ um, in order for you to invest in them? And then also, yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. I think currently in my role, and I see again that I've been called to really now support um, a different level of need um, for adults um, who are leading schools and who impact students. And so what I find is now with my peers, um, you know, many have multiple degrees, you know, doctorate. Um, you know, they're, they're very, um, 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 what is the word? They've, they've attained a lot, I should say. Um, and they have more potential. And so what I find is I've been blessed to be connected with resources to be able to support them. And so what I find in my current position is I still see that there's a need. There's still a lack of access. And I'll give you an example of um, our uh, educational leaders of color, um, mm-hmm. our women. Mm-hmm. Um, you see some, you know, historically oppressed um, people who are in you know, powerful positions but still have the, the ceiling, you know, the glass ceiling. And, and they um, still need access and support. And so a great example is we have leaders of color in particular who aspire to be superintendents, for example. And that's kind of your highest leader in the school district. Mm-hmm. And often there are barriers to those of color to get in those positions. And, and one of those is just strictly having access to the process, um, mm-hmm. to be aware of the process of becoming a superintendent. Uh, we often talk about the role of our superintendent search firms, which are entities that uh, school districts, um, in particular school boards, will connect with to help them choose the next superintendent. And so if you don't have access to that um, process and you don't understand, you know, what it looks like to have a great portfolio um, to go into that and the connections with people. And we all talk about it's not really what you know, it's who you know. Um, it's also that ability to be able to connect these leaders of color with those who have cultural power, with those who have connections, um, which is something that many have access to, but often leaders of color don't. So mm-hmm. I think for me now with my peers, I'm just, you know, I'm blessed to be able to connect a lot of them um, with career opportunities that they may have not had um, had I not been in the position I'm in working with my current um, um, association. I think another example is, you know, what, what I look is... at in terms of the work you're doing mm-hmm. um, and many who are in the field supporting educators because we do need um, our support. Um, and I look at it as our partners, and so I see, you know, the partners are our peers. Um, you know, I even have a, my former middle school principal, um, the only African-American um, administrator I've ever experienced in my student career, mm-hmm. and I've been able to partner with her now um, and be able to provide connections um, because she's a consultant and she does great work around coaching um, administrators. And so being able to make those connections, again, is an investment of time to be able to have um her continue to grow and push herself to even provide more. And she's a retired administrator. She poured into me as a middle schooler. And right. now, you know, as we turn it, you know, turn the, the, the table, mm-hmm. it's now being able to provide that connection to leaders around the state who could use her same services that she provided for me. And so it's a win-win. And so yeah. I look at that as a great investment and it's just a cycle and constantly, um, 
evolve. How do you decide who you're going to invest in? There's a lot of people who might call you, who might want these opportunities, who are, you know, good at what they do. But how do you give mm-hmm. give us three characteristics of what you're looking for in order for someone to get your attention and, and actually literally get your time? Mm-hmm. Well, I think just the fact that they're willing. So them reaching out, I think, is 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 a characteristic in itself. Someone who's willing um, to again be vulnerable to ask for help. I think that's a huge characteristic um, for me because it tells me that, okay, it, it gives me kind of that green light, okay, I can pour into this person because they're going to receive it and they're going to use it and take it um, to their benefit. I think that's a huge one. Um, I think that there's another aspect of it where you have a skill set and um, and a level of expertise, a level of um, kind of skills and, and talents that can be utilized and grown. And so I think there's that piece where I often see that in a person um, and so I'm, I'm willing, you know, and I see something in people that maybe they don't see. So I often kind of joke with folks and say, you know, I like to plan people's lives. And I'm sure you've heard that as well. Yeah. Um, hence, I call you Dr. Brown often because I see that in your future. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the end of the day, you know, I think of those those kind of aspects of just, you know, why do I take that time? And I think more than anything is that I, I also see them taking the the resources and the time um, invested in actually utilizing it. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, more than anything, I think you're a great example of why I continue to do it, is that I I get to also see the benefit of it. So while, you know, I knew you as a, you know, 16-year-old, I now see you in your your adult life, and I have been able, it's it's reminding me that this is why you do this, right? This is why you do this, because I get to see um, some of the fruits of my labor, um, and so I think that's, that's really, you know, it, it is it, okay. powerful. Thank you. And, um, mm-hmm. I appreciate, you know, you taking the time to, to listen to the show, you know, as much as you do. And also, um, you know, investing in me, even still as an adult, uh, the last question I want to ask you real quick, mm-hmm. give us three quick examples of why you think your friends or people, uh, have invested in you over the, mm. uh, over the, over the years. Wow. I, you know, I think of those who have really invested in me, and I think of, you know, like your former principal, Tony Gross, um, who also invested in me as a, um, you know, a, a graduate out of college. And, and I think of, you know, them, one, seeing something in me in terms of um, a potential that I had mm-hmm. um, and, and a potential maybe I didn't see. Um, I, I also think of, you know, them really... Um, seeing my, um, my will to, to want to be better, um, kind of the drive I already had. And so really wanting to help push me even further, um, I truly believe that they, um, they saw that in me. Mm-hmm. And I think more importantly, you know, it, it really goes back to relationships and caring, you know, and I think there was a genuine care and love from those who, who pushed and, and, and really helped me. But also, I think it's something, it's the same thing that I've, I've said, you know, I feel like because of my own journey, what others have done for me, I think they see the same thing. Someone poured into them. And so it's really about just paying it forward, paying it forward, paying it forward. And that's really, you know, truly what the cycle of advocacy looks like. You know, there's no person on this earth that has gotten anywhere without someone advocating for them. Gotcha. And so I think of it, you know, in that, that they also benefited from advocacy. And so they saw where they could potentially do the same for me. 
Okay. Well, awesome. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for calling into the Create Your Life series. Um, thank you for taking the time and, you know, for being a part of the family and always listening. Absolutely. Best wishes to you. I look forward to continuing to see your success. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. All righty. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. So, beautiful people, uh, we just had one of our great callers uh, call in. Tell us why, you know, she believed in, uh, you know, investing in others and why others invest in her. Um, so, you know, we're going to continue uh, having this conversation. And uh, if we have a little bit of time, I'm also going to give you, I mean, you know, I made up a list, uh, 10 ways to make yourself an asset worth investing in. I'm going to give you those 10 ways. So, you know, let's continue. Let's move forward. Here's a slide. Uh, with Calvin Harris featuring Frank Ocean. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and we are back. Uh, Today, we are talking about ways to make yourself an asset worth investing in, and we are taking in calls from the community, the Create Your Life series family. We want everybody to call in and tell us why you invest in others and why others are investing in you. So we got a caller on the line. Uh, Mr. Andrew, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, awesome, man. Thank you so much for taking the time, calling in uh, to the Create Your Life series. Um, Real quick, where are you calling in from, and what do you do for a living, sir? I'm currently calling in from uh, Montclair, New Jersey. Okay. And um, I currently work for ESPN in the ad sales uh, department. Okay. been there for a little four and a half years, and thank you so much, Kevin, for having me on. Oh, man, my absolute pleasure. Uh, so as you know, today's uh, today's terms and in, in, in show is about investing. So uh, real quick, you know, for you, why do you uh, invest in certain friends or certain people uh, versus others? Well, I think one of the reasons why I invest or why you should invest in your friends is because um, they play a very important part, uh, aspect of your life. You know, mm-hmm. we're so fortunate. Um, to not only have um, family, uh, God gives us family, but he also gives us great friends. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the reasons, you know, it's important to invest in your friends is because, um, you know, especially your good friends, that they've been there for you to support you over the years. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, you know, you want to do that, get back to them and um, because you believe in them. And so, um, you know, for me, I know with my friends, um, I definitely try my hardest to do whatever I can, whether it's financially, whether it's spiritually or whatever kind of assistance they may need from me, mm-hmm. um, definitely try to um, invest in them. So how do you decide which people, um, you know, whether it be sibling, friend, or whoever, friend, um, cousin, how do you decide which ones will get your investment of time or of money versus others? Well, I, I, I think it goes back to my point in which, you know, the people that have been there for you in your life, you know, when you were down and out and, nobody to really turn to who's been there for you. Mm-hmm. And you look back over your life and you think about those situations. Um, and you think about those people that have always been there for you, that have never left you, um, even in the bad times, um, in the state, you know, step, step by your side. Um, those are the people that I really, really hold dear to my heart. And um, those are the ones that I want to, to do all that I can to, to, to invest in them. And so when I look at my friends, and I look at my network, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is which is a small circle. You know, you can call a lot of people, acquaintances, and and and. But you have a few friends in life, I believe. And so, um, for me, you know, within that circle, um, I take it very seriously. And I'm fortunate to have some really, really great friends, friends that I've had, you know, for for many, many, many years. And um, so, I, I think for me that 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 would definitely be the main thing. Um, just finding those people that are closest to you in life, and um, those that that have never really. Um, you know, done wrong or, 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 you know, 
just stuck by your side, really. Okay. And I guess my last question for you today is, why do you think your friends invest in you? And can you give us uh, a couple of the characteristics that you feel like they look for or that they found in you as to why they invest in you? Absolutely. I think one of the things um, for me, I would say loyalty. Um, I'm, I'm a loyal friend, and I know that, you know, from my friends that have um, known me over the years, they, they invest in me because of that, because, um, you know, when they call on me, um, that I'm always there, um, and um, that, you know, anything they ever need, they know that, you know, I'll do my best to make sure that they, they get it. Um, I also think spiritually, a lot of my friends look to me uh, for spiritual wisdom, um, you know, being an associate minister in my church, um, you know, a lot of friends have come to me over the years and just, you know, just, you know, they're going through big situations in life, maybe lost loved ones or just going through a hard time. And, um, you know, sometimes they've just reached out just for prayer, um, for scripture or, you know, just to help out um, with, with anything of that sort. And uh, so I think that's another big reason. And, you know, overall, um, I just think, uh, you know, just, just having assets, you know, just having, um, you know, whether it be my, my job, whether it be, you know, my network that I have as far as individuals that I've known over the years and being able to put them in touch and contact uh, with people um, that I know and help them get along in life. And, you know, I've had friends that I've been in contact with someone else and they've gotten jobs through that. So um, I, I think all of that um, is, is the reason why my friends invest in me. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, Mr. Andrew, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. We really appreciate you listening um, and, you know, being a part of the Create Your Life Series family. Thank you so much, Kevin. You're doing a great thing with this, man. I'm so proud of you. And um, just continue to do the good work that you're doing. All right. Will do. All right. Have a beautiful day. Too. All righty. All right, Create Your Life Series family. You know, we are we are hearing uh, a couple of the, you know, the same things, you know, about being loyal and about being consistent and, you know, basically uh, having people's back when they have yours. And so uh, we're going to cut to a quick musical break and we'll be back. You know, the, the lines are ringing. So, you know, we got some more people, uh, you know, pitching in from the community. And then also, of course, I have those 10 ways for you. So let's see if we can squeeze it all in. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and we are back. And like I said earlier, you know, we're, we're having an amazing time and we're really starting to find out, you know, some of the reasons why, you know, people are investing in others and getting others to invest in themselves. Because you know that investment, that sharpening, becoming better is always a two-way street. And, you know, as Eric Fondren has said before on the show, iron sharpens iron. And if you're not sharpening, then you're rusting. And, you know, we just have to find out, you know, what are those key elements that are getting people to invest uh, in you? Is it monetarily? Is it, uh, you know, with their time, with emotion? Why are people doing that? You know, is it because of the passion that they see in you for what it is that you're doing? What are those reasons? And that is just so thoroughly important. Um, beautiful people. We have another caller on the line. Um, caller, are you there? I'm here. Okay, awesome. Uh, well, Miss, uh, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? What do you do? Hi, my name is Jody K. Williams. I'm from Queens. Okay. I'm a rising attorney at law, and I currently work in legal compliance. Okay, awesome. Uh, so, Jody, thank you so much uh, for being a dedicated listener uh, to the Create Your Life series. I want to say that mm -hmm. first. And thank you so much for taking your time out today on this uh, chilly but yet yeah, beautiful uh, Sunday. Um, Jody, what are uh, some of the reasons why you invest in certain people and not others? What are some of those those characteristics? Ah, uh, interesting. So I think the question is not so much why do I invest in 
certain people or not. I think it's like how much, you know, if, you, if I'm friends with someone or if I'm, you know, supporting someone, I'm looking at, you know, how much are they doing? Mm. How much are they really doing? A lot of people like to put in the talk about, oh, I want to do this, and they have these grand, you know, plans of grandeur, and it's great. We all should have these dreams and talk about them and externalize them. But I really just kind of observe the passion. I observe their work. Um, and so if I'm investing in, you know, friends, um, first of all, your friends are very intimate with you. You have family, and that's great. And a lot of times family invests in you because they feel obligated to, and so you're close to them. But mm-hmm. friends are the family we choose for ourselves, mm. you know, and so there's a certain level of intimacy you develop with them, a developed chemistry, you know, and so um, you learn them. You learn what they like, what they laugh at, what they want to do, their dreams, their aspirations. So when I'm looking at who to invest in, you know, I really kind of understand that it's not just about money. It's about building with them, like that vote of confidence, you know, investing in your time and them, investing in your help in them. So I kind of just observe, okay, hmm, it's not so much, you know, who do I invest in? Oh, this because if you're friends with someone, you should be investing in them in some capacity. It doesn't have to be all about money. But I'm seeing what is their work? How much work are they putting on? How, how passionate are they about this? Do they look convincing in their eyes? You know, uh, you know, you have, your work has to match what you're saying. A lot of us kind of come up with these plans, and that's great. But um, if you're not matching up doing or executing what you say is in line with what you're talking about, then I kind of just observe that, and that kind of dictates how much I invest in them. Mm. Okay, uh, that was great quality. Yeah. I feel like you answered two questions in one with that. You're you're a pro <laughs> at this. Um, what are some of the qualities or some of the reasons why you feel like your friends invest in you? Huh, good question. Uh, I think my friends and these are my inner circle because they see my passion, they see my persistence. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, you know, like I said before, you really have to be about what you're saying you're being about. And I think they, they get that with me because they've seen, you know, they've seen that journey with me. The persistence for me is huge. Um, mm-hmm. They see that because sometimes we don't always get what we want right away, especially when you're going after something and investing in or sometimes this adventure or something we're doing. So they see how persistent I am. Can you and give us an example? I'll be very honest with you. You know, I, I'm constantly finding ways to get what I want in terms of my career, in terms of things that I strive for. Mm-hmm. So I think that you don't realize how many of your peers um, see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because I recently did something very, you know, brand new. I, you know, I started a GoFundMe, and I was shocked at how many people supported me, mm-hmm. um, and so quickly and so readily. And so I think uh, it made me realize and kind of internalize that wow, people are actually witnessing and seeing in me things that that level of confidence. Maybe they're seeing the passion. Maybe they're seeing that persistence and the hard work I'm putting in. So I think that those are things that show. If you're if you're really putting in that, that kind of work and those kind of qualities, people are going to see it. Tell we'll us about the, Tell us about this GoFundMe campaign that you did, and um, you know how does it, how did it make you feel? The fact that you you said that you reached your goal early or quickly. How 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 did that make you feel? And you know, tell us about it. Give us some background on the campaign. Okay, so um, I am a rising attorney, so uh, I will be taking the February New York City bar. And so this is not my, you know, this is not my first dosi do with the bar. And so I took it before I had not passed and took some time off. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of discovered myself, discovered other things. I went into entrepreneurship and startup, and I've done a bunch of things, and it's great, and I've grown from it. Mm-hmm. But I understood that my worth is in law, and that was always my dream, and I had to get back to it. Mm-hmm. by any means necessary. And so it was really just figuring out how to do that. You know, when you, I took a little time off and it was like, okay, 
kind of like double dutch trying to figure out how to jump back in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever played double dutch before, but um, yeah, we're trying it. to figure out how to get back in there. Mm-hmm. And um, I realized I wasn't being bold enough. Mm. You know, I had to really do something I've not done before. And taking the bar exam, you know, it's pretty pricey. <laughs> you know, they have a prep course and all these things. And like that. Right. You know, I could save and do all these things, but what gesture can I do that's bold enough to show that I'm serious about this? How can I rally people to support me, um, both perhaps financially, but also just in terms of, like, support, a vote of confidence? And mm-hmm. I thought, you know what, let me start a GoFundMe and mm-hmm. see what happens. And it was really just like, let me just see what happens. You know, I, I, raising the money was great, but I wasn't, like, focused on raising that money that to, to, to the team. And I was shocked because I had a goal of a certain amount, and... I gave it about two months, and I raised and exceeded that goal in two weeks. Mm. And the outpour of love was just, it was amazing. And uh, it really, it forced me to, one, accept people's kindness and investments in me, literally, um, both financially and verbally. Um, but it also forced me to say, oh, yeah, this is, this is who you are, Joe. They're seeing the things that you know, you've been doing. And so um, that's what my GoFundMe was for, and it just definitely opened up um a level of introspection for me that I need. I need it. So yeah. Mm. And so, how has that uh, inspired your work ethic? Like, you, I know you said you've always been a hard worker, but has you know reaching that goal, having this outpour of love uh, coming your way, uh, has it like boosted your confidence? Has it enhanced your work ethic? Like, how has it affected you? Absolutely, it definitely has. I mean, two months to two weeks. I mean, that was it. Was it was a shock to be honest? And to be honest, I think that. Um, this could probably resonate with a lot of entrepreneurs. When you're going through it and you're working and you're going towards your goals um, and people trying to do new things, your head is down and you're kind of just working and doing what you got to do. And sometimes disappointment becomes the norm, you know, or, you know, facing barriers becomes the norm. And for me, for once, I was just overwhelmed with a good feeling of confidence. It was like it was countering all of the obstacles that I had been going through and all the, you know, no's or like, okay, how can I get around this barrier? How can I... It was like an outpouring of totally and completely just good things. And so it definitely felt, it felt amazing. And, um, I, I, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, it definitely boosted my confidence and just my work ethic. And just, it was already strong, but it's like, yes, I have, you know, it's great to know you have a backing. You, you do realize, though, and one of the biggest things I realized is that the backing is there, but you have to do the work yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? If nobody had showed up for me and I only, I didn't raise the amount, I still would have to go forward and take the ball. I still would have to go forward and have enough confidence in myself to do it. And so that only enhances, it should be like supplementary to what you believe in yourself. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was saying earlier about looking for in others. Like, whether they back you or not, you should be confident in yourself to know that I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to... You know, people only reward what they see in you and yourself. So, you know, it, it, it's very telling when people reward that. But if they don't, you still have to go through and do it, you know, and believe it. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. Well, I, I want to say thank you so much um, for uh, for taking the time to be on the show and you yeah. know, answering these, these amazing questions. And I want to say good luck to you uh, with the thank bar you. exam. and. You know, we wish you well. You're definitely going to have to keep us updated on what's going on, uh, you know, with you and your progress. And, you know, you. we got to have you back on, especially when you become bar. We might need you, you know, legally around mm-hmm. here, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was, I was, it's a pleasure being on the show. You're doing a really great thing. I'm inspired. I'm a longtime listener. You know, this is a really dope thing. It's very inspiring. And I think sharing one another's stories, the guests you have, it's just, 
it's a really positive thing, and I hope everyone will catch on. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, beautiful people, we're going to cut to a quick musical break, and then we'll be back. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Wyatt Brown, and we are so happy. We had a great show today. I had so many, you know, three callers call in and had callers call in and just talk to us about, you know, why they invest in others and why others invest in them. I think that's uh, amazing. And, you know, one of the, the bigger catalysts to uh, creating, you know, your best life which is what we're all about here. I think the other thing for us to think about is, is what were some of those commonalities that we saw um, in, in the guests who, who called in? What were some of those reasons that they gave? And, you know, I wrote down a couple of them. You know, one of the bigger ones that I saw is that uh, seeking help and accepting the help when it comes was huge. Um, also, you know, is the person who you're investing in or if someone is looking to invest in you, are you passionate about it, about it? And are you doing the work that it takes in order to be consi- uh, consistent and to be successful in what it is that you're pursuing? You know, uh, that consistency factor is really, really big. You know, and one of the biggest things that one of my mentors, Marie Dutton Brown, always says is, is life is a marathon, not a race. But she also adds in this other point that you can't run this course or you can't run that course trying to be someone else. So you have to be authentic and you have to be yourself. And I think our last caller, Jody, said something I thought was absolutely phenomenal. She said, even if no one else did support me or invest in me, I would still have to go ahead and take that bar exam even if she had to pay for it herself if the crowdfunding didn't go the way that she wanted she did a phenomenal job she raised you know what she thought would take her two months to raise the total amount she raised it in two weeks but she said even if nobody invested in her she still was going to have to find a way to get the money and to take the bar exam so beautiful people i want you to know that sometimes your supporters will come in later when we started the show we didn't have many call-ins now we just had some, you know, it's, it's an ever growing and evolving process. And so I want you to be committed and consistent with that fact. You know, we're growing and we're evolving. And while we're investing in others, we also need people to invest in us. And so we really need to be consistent with uh, with who we are and what it is that we're going to do with our life. So, of course, I have um, the, the 10 ways to make yourself um, an asset worth investing in. So I'll you know do that on the podcast or on another show to make sure that you still get that information in the interim. I want to tell you to always call in and feel free to call into the show 212-650-6903. I want you I want to hear from you. I want to know how you are creating your life. And of course, you know, subscribe to us. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, we're on Lipson. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Radio. We are everywhere that you need to be in order to listen to the Create Your Life series. So give us feedback, write a review, tell us how you feel about the show, what you love about it, what you don't like about it so that we can improve and that we can grow and evolve as well. Because at the end of the day, you know, this show was crowdfunded. And so that means that this show is for you, the people, the Create Your Life family. And that's why I keep showing up here every single day um, in order to, to help, to be of service, you know? And so I'm going to do my best to, and the team is going to do our best in order to keep growing this brand and to continue to serve you, to help you create the life that you have always wanted. That is what I've always worked for. And that is what, you know, we're going to do. And we're going to have something special for you, uh, for episode 100, which is coming up, um, you know, relatively soon and so so i want to say thank you again create your life series family for uh sticking with us and always being around and 
you know, it's it's just nothing but love. And it's a blessing to be here and, you know, have the privilege to be on there. So happy Sunday. Be blessed. Talk to you soon. Beautiful people, if you enjoyed this episode of the Create Your Life series, be sure to download it from our podcast, which is available on createyourlifeseries.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Music. Also, be sure to leave a review of the podcast. You can catch us live on Sundays from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via 90.3 FM in New York or on Facebook Live at facebook.com backslash kevbrown1. We encourage you to participate in the conversation on Facebook or call in at 212-650-6903. Follow us on Instagram at CYL Series and at Kevin Y. Brown. Be blessed, and we'll see you back here live next week. Create your life. Create your life. Create your life. Create your life.